Dobar dan i dobrodošli u šesti Somoborac, to jest Somokest, podcast u slopu Somoborca u suradnji s 24 sata, gdje predstavljamo firme i pojedince koji čine digitalnu ekonomiju. Zahvaljujem svim sponzorima i partnerima, HTT Pool, Limpay, Hrvatski Telekom, Sofascore, Lako, Kekspay, Erste Banka, Google, Muzej Iluzija, Productive i Revuto, sve cool brendovi te svim drugim partnerima od medija pa do konferencija s kojima sjajno surađujemo. Pozivam vas da se preplatite na naš newsletter, postanete dio najveće digitalne zajednice i naravno dođete 11.11. na Somoborac koji će se održati u Zagrebu ovaj put. Danas s nama imamo posebno gosta iz Londona, zato ću se prebaciti na engleski. Ejabo Makuli, hello! Hi. Every, everybody calls you Yabs. Everyone calls right? me Yabs. Yes, yes. The only person that calls me Yabs is, is my dad and usually when I'm in trouble for something. So uh, yeah, let's definitely use Yabs today. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll call you Yabs Thank then definitely. You. <laughs> okay, you're calling from London, right? I am. Yes, yes, from a, a very sunny London this morning. Everything changes. Sunny London and, and not so sunny Zagreb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Tell me, so Snap is based in London uh, for Europe. Or? Uh, yeah, well, we have an, a number of offices across Europe. So um, the, the largest office in Europe is, is in is in London. We've also got offices in, you know, France, in Germany. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of well spread across Europe. But our head office obviously is, is in um, is in L.A. Oh, it's L.A. Yeah, as expected. I thought it's San Francisco, actually. Uh, but it's LA. Great. Mm-hmm. Tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself before sure. we go to Snap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess my, my journey in, in, in my sort of professional career kind of started in digital. So I started at AOL. Um, so I, I worked there for, for a few years and then I went on to Bebo, which at the time was, you know, a, a really interesting social, pla- uh, social media platform focused specifically on, you know, the, the younger generation. Um, and then I think the, the, The next step that I made that I think almost kind of contributed to how I ended up at Snap was I, I, I went to Shazam. And Shazam, you know, for anyone who remembers at the time, I mean, it was incredible in terms of, you know, the the, the technology, the kind of um, audio recognition technology. It started with just music. And the, over the time that I was there, it moved to TV. But that's when I think I really started to to become interested in, you know, what you could do with regards to technology, but also with media. And then, you know, a few years later, Snap, the opportunity for Snap came along and I was really excited because, you know, everything that I knew about Snap was kind of founded in the technology of the camera. Um, and, you know, in the time that I've been at Snap, which is three years now, um, the, the the product keeps evolving, you know, we keep kind of, having these new kind of advancements and it's just uh, yeah it's a really exciting place to work amazing uh, great brands i must say mm-hmm. uh tell, but uh, i like the positioning of the snap they say snap is a camera company yes but what does that mean what do you mean by camera company yeah so i mean when we listed on the new york stock exchange and um, we listed as a camera company right and and i think you know when you ask the question what does that mean everything that we do is kind of centered around the camera so Even when you open the app, the app always opens to the camera. And it's about encouraging, you know, that self-expression, that creativity. But also, I think it offers a really interesting opportunity, not just for, you know, individuals who are, you know, playing around with their creativity and their self-expression, but also for brands to really be able to give themselves a, a different way of kind of communicating and expressing with, you know, the Snapchat audience in particular. So 
yeah, everything, you know, we, we almost like live and die by the camera at Snap. And, you know, when we think about, you know, some of the other people who are in this space in terms of, you know, AR and lenses and filters, I think, you know, we've been doing this for over 10 years now. So it really is, you know, the a foundational core of the business. I mean, as I remember, Snap was the first company that actually, or Snapchat first app that really put camera in the center of everything. Uh, later on, kind of that became a trend, but mm-hmm. uh, Snap was first. Yeah, if I remember well. Yeah, and that yeah. goes to the point, you know, the, the the app always opens to the camera. It's the first thing that you engage with. It's the first thing that you experience, and that will never change. You know, that as I say, is that's it's an integral part of our Snap DNA. And so, yeah, we we know that now, you know, AR and you know people playing around with lenses and filters has become a lot more popular across other platforms, but. Yes, remember that you know we were doing it first. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But that that was really innovative in a way. Two things are very innovative, in my opinion, with the snap reinventing the camera, mm-hmm. and now we really see that uh, video is taking over and, and everything else, mm-hmm. which is basically camera. Other companies started with basically with digitalize, digitalizing text, photo, or something else, but Snap was really into camera and another thing was augmented reality Mm -hmm. so snap was really heavy on augmented reality yeah yeah can you tell me a little bit more about it please absolutely and and look i mean again you know when we think about how we you know differ from you know other platforms i think augmented reality is the thing that really sets us apart and we've been on a real journey i think with augmented reality because you know, when you think about, you know, those original executions of, you know, the, the vomiting rainbows or, you know, the, the cat that could sit on your head. I mean, they're all fun. They're all exciting. They're all engaging. But actually, I think, you know, in terms of the journey that we've been on with AR, it's about, you know, how can we make it kind of performative? So, you know, it, it, it works, right? So it's not just about, you know, these whimsical kind of you know fun executions about how can we really make it performant especially for brands and so i think for us at snap you know ar is a real kind of it's a tool right it can be a tool for brands to communicate with you know a, 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 an audience that loves to use the camera loves to play around with their likeness um it can be you know something that you can use to discover about you know the world around you so for example you can um scan a plant or a dog and you know the the app will tell you exactly what you're looking at or you could you know work out a, a get a maths calculation kind of from all from the app right so this is all still being driven by the the camera technology so that the camera is always at the heart of all of that but look at the various different ways now that you can you know actually kind of use the camera and exploit it in in terms of like finding out you know more about you know yourself the people around you but also the world around you as well yeah but when we when we say augmented reality i mean uh, in order to get the full uh, use of augmented reality mm-hmm. you really need to reinvent the camera so as uh, snap also said we are reinventing the camera Absolutely. i know that you try to put camera in many different like not only through cell phone mobile phone but uh, smartphone uh, but also in many other ways. Yeah, I mean, so for example, you can have um, like the snap camera could be integrated into Zoom, for example, right? So you can be having a you know a conference call and you can change your background. We have you know the spectacles. We have you know 
pixie, which there are all different ways that, you know, we've taken the camera and said, okay, it doesn't have to just be, you know, the the, the old kind of style camera that we all knew, or even, you know, the, the mobile camera. It's about, you know, how can you in, interject and how can you kind of get the camera into as many places that it, it, it can be relevant. So, yeah, I think we've definitely kind of taken the uses of the camera, but also the way that you can access the camera to a whole nother level. Yeah. There is there used to be a lot of discussion uh, between augmented reality and virtual reality. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of, I think more people believe that augmented reality will be something that is uh, easier to imagine or easier to become a part of everyday mm-hmm. life of every person, basically. Yeah. But now we talk more about virtual reality as metaverse, a concept of metaverse mm-hmm. came out. Uh, how, what, do you, what is metaverse for Snap? So I think for us, you know, the the, the metaverse is, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting term. I think it's become a little bit confusing for, you know, a lot of people because it, it's almost become all encompassing with AR and virtual reality. But actually, I think for us, you know, when we think about augmented reality, it's about almost giving an enhanced digital layer around something that is 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 real, right? That's already in existence. And when you think about, you know, virtual reality and then by virtue of that, you know, uh, the metaverse, it's about almost going to a different reality, right? So taking you from, transporting you from, you know, the reality that you're in now and going to a different reality. And I think for us, you know, we do really believe that the world that we're living in is, 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 is an amazing one, right? And it's about building connections and experiences in the world that we we live in and that's why you know augmented reality is a a, a way to, to do that and i think with the with the metaverse or with you know virtual reality i think that the challenge that we have is you know it, it, in some instances you need you know hardware right in order for you to be able to kind of get to that reality or you know i think what we're seeing a lot of now is that you know brands really want to get involved because we're being told you know the metaverse and virtual reality is where you need to be but they're exactly. actually not quite sure how to do it right or how to execute it properly and i think you know at snap where we've been you know playing around with you know augmented reality and developing augmented reality for so many years now we have you know ready made solutions right we're not talking about something in the future that we might be able to do you know with hardware or we might be able to execute we're talking about you know experiences that we can deliver right now and especially for brands experiences that we can help deliver right now and you know we've got plenty of examples of you know of you know brands that we've worked with even you know locally in SEE who have been able to, you know, really deliver these in- incredibly kind of engaging and immersive experiences. I mean, you know, we've got examples from brands, let's say Samsung, right, who we had, you know, a very basic lens, um, but they were, we were able to kind of deliver a playtime of, of over 30 seconds. And so, you know, when you think about what that means in terms of, you know, TV time or, you know, listening to the radio, this, this is these are things that we're actually able to deliver, you know, right now. So, you know, I think the metaverse is it's an interesting concept but I think for us you know what we're what we're doing with AR we can deliver you know right now and make it very accessible to brands right now. I must agree with you. Uh, I've been to many meetings where we discuss metaverse and every time it was uh, nobody really knew what's the definition mm-hmm. of metaverse. 
So, okay, let's go back to augmented reality yeah. company. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me about Snap a little bit. Tell me some usage numbers. Uh, yeah. Like world. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look. So, I mean, globally, we have you know 332 million um, you know daily active users, and they're they're producing around five billion snaps every day, right? So that's an incredible wow. number. Um, you know, when we start to look, you know, more specifically at SCE, so, you know, in Croatia, we've got around 900,000 um, users, kind of addressable reach, um, around 480,000 in Slovenia and 1.7 million in, in, in Serbia. And actually, the, the great thing that we've seen is, you know, in the last year or so from, you know, May last year to May this year is incredible growth. So, you know, in, in Croatia, that's uh, around, you know, 66%, which is, you know, just... Wow, that's amazing. It's phenomenal, right? And I think part of that is definitely because, you know, we do have, you know, various user acquisition strategies at play. But the, I think the really interesting thing, in particular with the audience that, you know, we see on Snap, in, in particular in SCE, is, you know, the Gen Z and millennial audience. And nothing beats, you know, that viral capability of, you know, word of mouth. And so I think, you know, people enjoy using the app we we conducted a survey uh, around a year or so ago and it was looking at you know how people kind of in like feel about using the app and and the the, the data that we got back was 95% of snapchatters feel happy when they're using the app and i think that has a big you know impact on you know why people decide to use the app and you know the frequency with which they use the app because they're actually using the app and opening the app up to 30 times a day right so that's and that offers incredible opportunity i think you know especially for brands to be able to engage with the snapchat audience in in a different way so just let me go to back to global numbers mm-hmm. so you said like uh, 322 daily active users 32 mm-hmm. daily, daily yeah. active 30, users. 32 mm-hmm. that's a big i mean that's a so basically snap is similar to in size to twitter yeah globally. and i think you know again it becomes quite an interesting um play because I think in in some markets, you know, or at least from a, a brand and marketer's perspective, they're not like fully aware of, of the scale of Snap, right? I mean, you know, we, we've been around for 11 years now. So, you know, the, it's it's a well-known brand and we can compete, you know, on that kind of world stage in terms of, you know, global numbers, you know, and, and even as I kind of mentioned in, in, you know, some of our kind of growing markets, like in, in, in SEE, we still have, you know, really strong and robust numbers numbers and start showing really strong growth and i think more specifically you know when we think about the audience it, the, the penetration in the gen z and millennial i think is almost second to none so can you be more specific about the target the global target what what is the average user or who are the average users yeah i mean so i think we would say that our, our key kind of demographic is that gen z audience so from like 13 up Um, I, I think it, it does vary from from market to market. Sometimes you kind of see that pushing more towards the millennial audience. But definitely, I think Gen Z is the audience that we, I think, in most markets would say that we capture really well. So can, can, can you tell me, please, are you, is uh, Snap popular in some specific markets? Do you have any examples? Like, I really, I'm interested in the global numbers. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, you know, Snap has been around for 11 years now, right? So we've seen, you know, what were kind of, you know, nascent or, you know, emerging markets suddenly become, you know, incredibly kind of, you know, have, have really strong penetration. So we look at the UK, we look at, you know, the US, 
We have a very strong foothold in, in Europe. So, you know, in the EU5, so France, Germany, Italy, Spain, also across the Nordics. You know, MENA is becoming an, an increasingly um, strong foothold for MENA, us. that's Middle East and Northern, Northern Africa, Africa, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, but also, I think, you know, in partnership with HD Paul, we're really seeing the Central and Eastern Europe markets kind of become, um, you know, very strong. And we're seeing some incredible growth, as I already mentioned, with, you know, Croatia, 66% growth kind of, you know, year on year. I think Slovenia is like 28% growth year on year. So there's definitely um, a, a real shift, I think, in terms of not only the more developed markets, because what we're seeing is there's a, a more kind of... Um, even split, I guess, across the, the various different age demographics. But for the new and more emerging markets, we're seeing that, you know, as as we, we saw in the, the original kind of, you know, UK and, and US markets, a really strong penetration in that Gen Z and millennial audience. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's an exciting time, I think, for Snap because there's still a lot of markets for us to kind of see that trajectory kind of continue to go up in a, in a really kind of um, strong and, and, and healthy way. I mean, uh, numbers in Southeastern Europe are amazing. But can you tell me, just go back, uh, you told me that uh, in uh, more developed markets, you have kind of older audience as well because yeah. they stayed with the app. Do they use the app differently? So, I mean, it, obviously from market to market, it depends. I mean, we have some markets that are incredibly like camera heavy, right? So people love using the lenses, they love using the filters. But I think one of the things that I've seen, even, you know, locally here in the UK, is that, you know, Potentially, uh, the older that they uh, the, the audience become, they're more kind of using the chat function. Um, I have a, a really good friend of mine who often is kind of using the app to find out exactly where her son is because we had the, <laughs> the map feature that allowed you to kind of locate your, you know, your, your close friends and family. So that's always a, a, an interesting one. But then, you know, we've spent a lot of time kind of developing really kind of um, great relationships with publishers. So now we have, you know, really good, strong publisher content. So that's another area, I think, that where you can see sometimes, you know, the slightly older audiences are, are more likely to engage. So I think there's something in the app, you know, for, for, for everyone, um, just depending, you know, on, on your network and, you know, what your interests are. But that's definitely kind of some of the trends that we've seen with the older audiences. This seems like a great opportunity for some publishers, actually. I'm not sure many are using the opportunity in this region. So yeah. to be among first, it's always the best. Absolutely. Tell me about the target a little bit more. I mean, uh, you're saying Gen Z, millennials. Mm-hmm. Do you have any numbers? or? Yeah, I mean, so if we're talking specifically about the... Um, the SCE region. So, for example, if we were to look at Croatia, we know that we have... Sorry, I haven't. I, I might need to do a, um, a calculation because I haven't got the. I've got the breakdown by audience, but not yeah. as a total. I, uh, let's talk about uh, Snap or Snapchat and companies in Southeastern Europe. Uh, I would like to explore what are the opportunities for the companies here. Are you uh, work, we, we working with companies here already? You oh have some goodness. examples. Yeah. We've had some. Uh, we've had some great campaigns. So, I mean, we've worked across, you know, pretty much every single vertical, but also with, you know, a number of global brands. So we've worked with the likes of, you know, Samsung, you know, L'Oreal, who is, you know, we we have a, a really good relationship, I think, in, in the SEC region. So across, you know, fragrances, you know, beauty, you know, the, the whole kind of umbrella um, as a brand. And then 
we have you know Disney Plus, we have Burger King. So that's and that's just from a you know a, a global brands perspective. Who are you know they're they're brands that we work with across a number of different markets, but a, a really kind of proving to have. Um, you know, a great interest in SNAP in in SCE, but also that it's it's really working for them, right? So we're um, producing either you know bespoke lenses, um, or we're using you know kind of global lenses that are produced in other markets that we can very easily kind of localize for you know the SEC um, region. But then you know we also have you know local brands that we're working with, so you know telcos like A1. Um, we have you know banks that we're working with locally so there's lots of i think different opportunities you know within retail Lidl we're doing you know things around music festivals summer was a great time for us because you know the, there's a, a, a such a strong kind of music festival kind of um industry i think across croatia and 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 in the SEE region and so you know we're working with brands like fresh island for example so Yeah, there are lots of different opportunities. I mean, you know, I've mentioned a lot of those global brands there, but we also have, you know, brands who are exporting out of, um, you know, Croatia. So, for example, you know, Superbet, um, who we have a, a great relationship. You know, we're, we're currently kind of working with them on, you know, activations around, you know, the World Cup. Um, we have, you know, SofaScore, again, you know, who are, you know, exporting outside of Croatia, Um, we have Forio, so there's 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 lots of you know brands that we're working with either as global brands who were kind of advertising locally or local brands that are obviously advertising locally, but we also have brands that are exporting to other markets like the US, for example, right? So we have, I think, a really good kind of mix of of brands, uh, mix of verticals, and really it's just about I think us really uh, kind of understanding you know what individual brand objectives are so that we can work together and kind of you know with uh, the help of the local HGPL teams who are our sales partner across um you know SEE we can really kind of build those campaigns to make sure that they meet you know the the objectives and KPIs that you lay out in the beginning and so i think there are lots of different opportunities there's lots of different case studies you know examples that we can show of um you know how these these brands are kind of really working successfully on snap So for this region, HTT Pool is actually helping the companies yes. uh, about Snap. Yes, I mean, so we so th- we uh, don't have we don't have uh, like Snap offices in in SEE. What we have is a very strong partnership with HTT Pool. Um, I mean, who we've been working with in, in different ways, or you know, the Aleph Group, which is the parent company, for over you know five six years. So. We they're you know essentially an an extension of of Snap in those in those markets. So you know they can help with building campaigns, running the campaigns, optimizing the campaigns, anything that you you know would imagine that we at Snap directly could do. The HD Pool team can do also. Okay, that was actually my question. So if local brands need help, they can go to HTT Pool and they can get everything Absolutely. like they go to Snap. Yeah. Exactly, exactly that. Perfect. Can you give me some examples of some cool campaigns, global campaigns, any campaign that we can, you know, Google afterwards and uh, check them out a little bit? Yeah, of course. I mean, one of the ones that like really kind of stands out for me was the the um the, the one that we did with Doritos, so it was around the uh the, the Super Bowl. And it was really interesting because what we were able to do was to with with Meg the Stallion, you know, the you know, the well-known kind of music artist 
launch a music video on the the shape of a Dorito, right? So we know that the Dorito has a very distinctive triangular shape, as does the you know the Cheeto, which has that kind of um, that long kind of form. And what we were able to do using you know the machine learning at Snap was to kind of have the camera recognize when it saw that triangular shape and project then the music video onto that shape. And so it was, you know, incredible in terms of, you know, the innovation that that kind of went behind that, right? The ability to take, a, you know, an, an iconic shape, layer that on with, you know, uh, an experience that nobody would expect, right? And so there was a, there was, you know, a teaser campaign kind of building up to it. And then when it launched, it was literally just like, wow, <laughs> this is, this is incredible. So that's, you know, a, a really good example, I think, of, um, you know, how we're, I think, really leading the way in, in terms of innovation. Amazing. I, I love to see innovative campaigns, actually, that creates a buzz around. Uh, I, I, I wonder, who do you see as a direct competitor at Snap? Because you're social media, definitely, but you're still a yeah. camera company. Yeah. And I think that that's a really interesting question because, you know, as as we've already discussed, we are a camera company. That is that is who we are at our heart. But you know, for brands and marketeers, ultimately, you know, we would sit in the same kind of bucket as you know Facebook, Instagram, as TikTok. But I think you know our real USB is the camera, and that's why we will always talk about ourselves as being a camera company. And I think you know our technology around you know AR the immersive and innovative experiences that we deliver really is kind of, you know, second to none. And so, you know, even though we know that we're competing in the same space as those other brands, I think our technology really does set us apart. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, I, I mean, uh, before we end, I have to ask you about spectacles. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Everybody loves the spectacles. Absolutely. The spectacles and, and, and pixie are the, the two things that everyone. That was wants my to second question, about. actually. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, look, spectacles, I think, were a, a great piece of technology. I think, you know, the, the next thing that we're really kind of um, thinking about now and developing involving is, is the pixie. So, this, you know, the incredible camera that kind of is taking. I guess picture taking to to a whole new level, right? And if you're if you really want to kind of have an experience and you want to be able to play around with them, go down to the event. We'll have a, a pixie. We'll have the spectacles there for you to play wait, around wait, with. Wait, wait, wait. So we're gonna have pixie <laughs> and spectacles at Soma Borat. It's going to be there that, in Zagreb. So yes, <laughs> that's a great news. That's a great. That, it was a, a a very special kind of request. We knew that we had to get them, you know, over to Croatia. So yes, they will be there. So please do go down to the event, you know, spend some time playing around with them. I, I'm, I know that you're going to have a good time. Amazing. I mean, that, that's the best news for me, actually, <laughs> to have some fun. Great. I mean, I really uh, want to follow what's going to happen with your research, because when you put camera and augmented reality together, uh, many interesting things will definitely happen. Uh, so mm -hmm. it will be great, actually, to follow what is happening with Snap. Absolutely, and please, you know, keep watching this space. You know, we've been in this in in this kind of we've owned in this sector for you know a, a long time now, and we know we're always thinking about new ways that we can you know evolve and keep 
that engagement, I think not only for the Snapchat audience, but also for the brands, right? It's, it's about how we kind of bring those two um, things together. So yeah, keep watching this space. There's definitely more exciting things to come. Absolutely. I'm a big believer in augmented reality. I think a discussion will go back to augmented reality because we can deliver a lot there. Uh, so it's a great future for augmented reality very soon. Okay. Uh, hope to see you in Zagreb. Coming to yes, where? that's the, that's the plan. That's the plan. Okay, we're gonna have an amazing party on 11, uh, November eleventh. <laughs> so I really hope Great, you're gonna okay. visit us. Okay, thank, thank you, you so much for this interesting discussion. Uh, see you in Zagreb and have a great sunny day in London. <laughs> thank you so much. Okay, bye bye.